Yeah, so I have no idea why my thing says leather, and it was really embarrassing because I hopped on a Zoom call (laughs) 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 with, like, a bunch of people on it, and people were like, who is, what is this name? Like, why is your name say leather? Welcome to episode one of Blind Rams, a women's whiskey podcast. I'm Amanda Richards. I'll be the main host, lead host. I don't know how we're going to call this yet. Hostess. I, we'll figure it out. Uh, and we also have Mary Beth. Hi, I'm Mary Beth Kazmarek. And I'm 34 and I know nothing about whiskey. It's <laughs> <laughs> an accurate intro, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we have Amber. Go ahead, Amber. Um, I'm Amber. I am Amanda's little sister. I'm 30 and I only like whiskey when I drown it in ginger ale. So this should be fun. <laughs> Heard another popular one recently is what root beer. Ooh, that's interesting. So I will, I guess we'll, that's another episode, another day. For another <laughs> episode. All right. We don't open the envelope, right? We just keep it. Do not open. No, that I'll let you know when to open the envelope. I'll let you know when to open the whiskey. Don't sniff anything. Don't taste anything. Don't do anything until I say so, because I'm a control freak. Okay. Can you get that on there? (laughs) Yeah, I'll put it right in. (laughs) Another little bit of news today is we have a surprise guest joining us any minute. So that's something fun that you guys get to look forward to. So let's, she's going to join us after we sip our whiskeys neat. So what I want you guys to do first is to get this sexy little glass here. Almost said something inappropriate. So I think it's a little too early for that. (laughs) It's never, it's never too early. So we got our little, and this is called a Glen, Glen Cairn, Glen Cairn, Glen Cairn. I've heard it both ways, but usually Glen Cairn is the way I've heard the professionals say it. Okay, so this is shaped really cool. It's kind of thick down at the bottom and it is kind of tulip shaped. So the reason why we use this for tastings is because the whiskey has a large surface area. um, So you can get a lot of that smell up and this this chimney effect up here um, funnels that smell into your nose. So what I want you to do is go ahead and peel open your first whiskey. Whiskey number one, peel it open. Wow. I'm impressed you got these, these things on here. Yeah. Listen, I'm professional. Yeah. Can I smell it? Slightly neurotic. Don't smell it yet. Um, just go ahead and put about an ounce in your Glencairn cup. But so about this much. Yeah. So you got a pretty decent. Beautiful. All right, so the next thing I want you to do is grab your, your writing utensil and your tasting journal. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I wanted to let you know, see, show these to you first so you kind of have an idea. So on, yeah. on like the one, two, third page in or something, it's got mm-hmm. a little flavor wheel. So Yeasty. it gives you, gives you different like notes that you can try and pick out. So I would say before you start reading too much into that, let's just do it first. Whatever yeah. comes to mind, kind of, we're going to look at the color and everything first. So if you want to open up to that first page where you can write in it, you can go ahead and write like what it looks like and we're going to swirl it and we're going to look at some of the other stuff in there. So you'll just kind of look at the color first, kind of tilt your glass. You can swirl it a little bit, see what it looks like. Yeah, I know. Do you feel really pretentious yet? Because I do. 
Not yet, because I'm thinking it looks like when Tyler pees in a water bottle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is At a, a very this in the garbage can and hopes no one looks. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be so mad when he hears that. Um, so you're probably able to smell it pretty well by now. Um, I, this this one I chose because it's very inviting and it's it's very unusual in the whiskey world. Um, and we'll get into why it's really unusual a little bit later. So you can write down what color you see. So like, this is kind of like hay or I guess amber right. uh, urine color <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to go you with hay. Hydration urine. <laughs> <laughs> um, amber, you are a color of whiskey too. I am. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. All right. So when you swirl it, you're going to see where the liquid hits the top of the glass. So where the wet meets the dry. And then you'll notice there's these little tendrils that come down and those are called the legs. Mm, look at me. Look at you go. It's like you've been to a whiskey tasting before. <laughs> All those moonshine clubs around here. Mm -hmm. um, so what those show, what I was reading is like the, like the oil content, like the fatty fatty content and so that'll come into play when you get like the mouth feel so how does it feel in your mouth is it really dry like a really dry merlot like a red wine would be or is it like really wet or whatever words come to mind okay so we're gonna when you smell it you're gonna stick not your nose in it but you're gonna like rest it against your top of your lip and just take like a nice normal breath and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna take it to one side and you're gonna sniff it going around like this using both nostrils and that's because no matter how good you are your nostrils are going to be slightly different so you might get some different smells out of one and the other my nose hairs burn a little bit <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna get a little bit of that like um uh alcohol ethanol in it <laughs> smells good though Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now you can start writing down like, or just telling me like you shout out like different smells that you're getting. Like for me, I get a lot of like floral, mm -hmm. like almost like oh, a bouquet why, of I flowers. Pear. I don't know. See, pear, pear literally is the first thing on my notes of like on this, my, on this one? On my, yeah, on this one, I have pear, mm. floral. I like, if you sit there for a minute, I also got like sweet tarts. <clears throat> yeah. It's like citrus. I would say citrus. I also put orange, like orange creamsicle or like the banana, banana runts. Oh, I can, I can see that. Or even like oh, a bananas fosters or that. something. Yeah. And so another thing when you're doing like tastings is like the power of like suggestion. So when I say something, it might like trigger something in you, even if you, maybe you didn't smell it before yep, or anything. That's what happened with the so, banana. <laughs> yes. I instantly smelled banana runts. When I <laughs> So um, what, what you can start with is say like, do you smell anything bad? Um, any, uh, some popular ones I'm looking here at notes is like turpentine, plastic, acetone. Those are some of the bad notes that you'll get. And that'll kind yeah. of give you a clue to like what level of whiskey you're drinking is. So that might Should be- Should I be writing down the bad ones that I smell? Write down, yeah, write down anything that you smell. You want it to be as completely honest in your notes as you can. So okay. Like I get a- just a hint of acetone in this like Same. nail polish remover mm -hmm. yeah that was but, um, my initial yeah so that's pretty common too because you're going to get a lot of the whatever we'll get there oh so another thing when we're smelling is we're going to smell with our mouth 
open. So that helps you pick up more aromas because your mouth and nose are connected, right? So you smell it once with your mouth closed and then try smelling it again with your mouth open and see what the difference is. And don't, don't stick your nose straight in it. Just leave oh. it on your top lip. Top lip. So it's like, you just put it right on your top lip and just take a deep breath in with your mouth open, like a calming breath. It's the banana runs. I, I can't get past it now. <laughs> uh -huh. It's it's so that's, there. That's, that's better than acetone. Yeah, no, I love banana runs. They're I literally pick those out and I eat those first. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so now we're gonna take our first sip. Before you take it, I'm gonna say something. The first sip of any whiskey mm -hmm. is like really harsh. So expect that. So what I want you to do is take that first sip. You're going to want to swallow it immediately. I'm going to say, try not to. And what I want you to do is what we're going to call, or not what we're going to call, what is called the Kentucky chew. And basically you're going to try and take that small sip and coat the entire surface of your mouth and like chew it. Um, so you want it to cover the inside of your lips, your tongue, the roof of your mouth, all your teeth and everything. And then once you're done with that, we'll take a nice inhale in through your mouth and you should get some of those different notes that way and probably some of the alcohol. <laughs> and then we'll take another sip, but now your palate is prepped. So it sh that second sip is gonna be much better than the first. Okay. Hey, okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. First thought. It was pretty smooth. I think I didn't take a big enough sip. So I couldn't, I couldn't quite coat every part of my mouth. You can go ahead and try it again or? Yeah, I was like, I took like, I think I took a little bit too last. So I'll try again. And mine was uh, pretty hefty. <laughs> All right, so now I'll take another sip. So now that your mouth is primed, you probably have a little bit of the burn on the tongue, on the roof of your mouth and probably the back little bit of your jaw. So go ahead and take another sip. And this time just kind of let it rest and then swallow it. And another trick that I was listening to today, you can go ahead and do this while I'm talking. There was another lady that I was listening to today. She was talking about how she will just keep that small sip in her mouth as long as she can. And like that water and saliva in your mouth will kind of tone it down and that'll help it like pull the flavors out a bit more. Hmm. So what do you think so far about this with that second sip? Is it kind of different than whiskeys you've tried before? I know you're not really, Amber, used to used to drinking whiskeys yeah. neat. Yes. I think it feels like um, it's lighter than mm -hmm. maybe I'm used to. Um, I don't know. Um, what are some, what kind of flavors are you tasting? So I know you've done a wine tasting before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Wine you know how they say, yeah, <laughs> how they say like to what flavors you're tasting. So what, can you pull out any flavors and you guys can just yeah. shout it out. You don't have to take turns or anything. Yeah. I think citrus and like, for some reason, like a little, oh, there was a word I was looking for and I can't, maybe I just need to take another sip. I don't know. Yeah. Let me try it again. Um, yeah, I think definitely lighter. So I've, I've always been too intimidated to drink whiskey neat. It's like, I always just, you always just load up the ice. Like I, mm -hmm. I've always done that. So this is really my first time ever drinking it neat. And it's not as terrible as I thought it would be. And I think I like how you said, don't just swallow it because I think I would have just like swallowed it right away. Mm -hmm. um, so when I started this whiskey journey at the beginning of this awful pandemic, <laughs> I was terrified of doing anything neat. So I was always... 
I, I started with mixing cocktails because I was doing those work themed cocktails. Yeah. And uh, uh, so having library conservation themed cocktails is a lot of fun. But I, then I started getting into like, I wanted to do like my own take on an old fashioned. And everyone kept saying, oh, I want more like whiskey cocktails or whatever. And so I tried playing around with those more. So I started drinking, there's a particular bourbon um, called Bib and Tucker and the six year. And I started, I had a bottle of that and I was using it pretty much primarily just to make old fashions. And I just got hooked on it. And then from there, I was like, I'll just put a big ass ice cube in this cup and pour some of that on there. And I was drinking it on the rocks, which is still mostly my preferred way of drinking it still. But I do like to start the first, especially the first time I open a bottle is to drink a glass of it neat, just so I can kind of feel like what, what flavors are good with it. And that's how you know what kind of, if you're going to make it into a cocktail, what mm -hmm. flavors are going to pair well with it. Oh. So it's, it's like cooking. So as you're saying this, like all the mouthfeel that's happening right now, I think that, mm -hmm. I don't know if like oaky or woody is a good, is a good, uh, yep. there, but that plus like citrus and floral, I get a lot of, cause it does have like mm -hmm. a bite in it that's light, like citrus, but mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. also like a, like a woody kind of, I, I get like a, a, a grapey taste to it almost huh. and like a like a honey mm -hmm. and then another thing that we talk about in the whiskey tasting we like I know what I'm talking about so <laughs> we in the whiskey world we talk about the finish and uh so you can have like a short finish uh like a medium finish yeah. and then like a long finish so like a short finish is like it it's lingers. like how long it lingers so like if it's in and out of your mouth and you can't taste it after like a second or two you know, up to maybe five seconds or so, 10 seconds. I have to look up on the exact time. If there is like an exact time, whatever, um, that's a short finish. And then like a medium would be up to like maybe a minute or so. I'm sure someone will write in and tell me I'm wrong. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, like a minute and a half up is like a long finish. So I feel like this has somewhere between like a medium and like a long finish. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was gonna say short and medium. Well, I didn't know if it was a long finish because this is like my first time drinking neat. Like if I could, could um, like when I start comparing, I think I'll be like yeah. better at knowing, but mm -hmm. yeah, like I still like, it's almost like that crispiness, like has like a tartness to it, mm -hmm. but then it has that woodiness too, like you were saying. So like, uh, not like apple, it wasn't apple, but like, it was like, like if, instead of a caramel apple, if you made like a caramel pear, I feel like that's what yeah, this would remind me of. For yeah. sure like a crisp caramel pear, which now sounds delicious and I kind of wanted one. Right. And I'm like, like we're, we're, did you send me any pears and caramel in the mail to mix with this? Like what's happening? Yeah, Listen, I can see like you, a salad with pears and stuff with this whiskey. Like I could this totally This would be good with like a Waldorf salad or something like that. Yeah. Like some goat cheese and stuff. Yes, I could totally do that. Yeah. Okay, so now what we're gonna do is we are going to, if you wanna open up your water, add just like, a couple drops to a very small splash of water to the whiskey. Now, some whiskeys that are very complex, yeah, go ahead and just, just a, I'm talking like teeny tiny, like maybe like a dropper full, like half a dropper full. Oh. 2.5 mils, like a, like a baby Tylenol dropper. I got this much left. Yeah, just like a teeny, like a drops, like drop okay. drops. Are you talking about club soda? That's fine. Water or club soda, whatever you have handy. Okay. Either one's fine. 
So I, you just swirl that around to mix it a bit and now taste it again. The more complex whiskeys, if you add a little, a couple drops of water. And when you get into like the really, really nice whiskeys, it really is, they have like special whiskey droppers that you can get like specialized spring water shipped in from like Ireland and Scotland and stuff. And they literally, they drip, they're like add two drops of water oh, to it. So yeah, it gets really, really specific. Okay. So we're just gonna swirl it again and now take another sip and see if that changes that flavor profile for you Can you all. do the Kentucky chew thing again or just a sip? If you want to, you can take a sip. Our palates are pretty much primed now. So whatever you wanna do, whatever's most comfortable. It wasn't as like harsh. I feel like it opens up, mixes with the alcohol in some kind of way that, and I'm sure there's, I have some chemistry friends. I will consult, I will have them on because <laughs> I have a, a chemistry teacher friend who she also loves bourbon. So I'm gonna have her on. We'll have her explain the chemistry of uh, whiskey to us. I like it. Oh, yeah. It didn't change that much for me, but I don't know if it's just like, I'm just a wimp at this point and I'm gonna get better, but like, <laughs> You will, because at this point, like when I first started, I was still like, <laughs> so you're, you're fine. We're all really new to this. And I, I, that's why I'm finding this kind of fun is because I want this to be very laid back and not very scary. And I want it to be a really, really, really entry point, like real basic whiskey, like 0.101 for you know, people wanting to kind of learn a bit. So yeah. I'm going to get a lot of stuff wrong. And so I'm really expecting people to send us voice messages on Anchor, <laughs> on the Anchor app or through Instagram or yeah. Facebook or any of the places you can find us and let us know where we were wrong and uh, how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So now that we've done that, you can add an ice cube um, to your bigger glass and then pour that in if you want. And you can sip on that while I introduce our guest because she's been waiting very, very patiently. Oh my gosh. Hi, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? They're just now sure. finding out that we yeah. have a guest. So oh, Morgan, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm Morgan and I run a page called the Female Whiskey Society. Oh. We just kind of launched it, um, well, we being me, uh, about two weeks ago. So we're still very new and we're just kind of trying to create this community for women to feel a little bit more comfortable around whiskey, <laughs> bourbon, it. whiskey, you know, scotch, all of it. Wow. So you guys had the same idea around the same time. How fun. I yeah. know. So I had the idea for this podcast about four weeks ago. Yeah, it's and, all the drinking uh, over the pandemic, you know? <laughs> it is. I right. You have to be creative <laughs> or we'll just all go crazy. Right. Yeah. It was, it was my escape uh, mechanism. Um, so I have a little icebreaker and then we can get into a little bit more detail on everything. So I'm going to go, I'm going to let you start Morgan. I'm going to say, okay. what is one super boring fact about yourself? Oh gosh. Mm, super boring. I feel like I'm a boring person. So pretty much anything. Um, I like to read like a lot and I like, I'm a nerd. So I really that's the probably one thing that's drawn me towards whiskey is all the books I can buy and read about it. <laughs> yes. I've already purchased at least three different books. Perfect. Um, so we are just now tasting and we just did the, the okay. meat of their mystery whiskey. They do not know what it is yet. Okay. So we'll go ahead and mix up our cocktail now. So that's what we got. Um, we're just going to make Morgan a standard. A what are you drinking? Yeah. By the way? I, I see your awesome drinking. glass. So I brought a few things and um, being from Michigan, 
we are really into our Michigan pride. So what I did tonight is I brought a few bottles of locally distilled Michigan whiskeys. And so we'll kind of give you a little rundown here. Awesome. Tonight I'm actually drinking this Traverse City here. And um, I don't know how much exposure you've all had to whiskeys. The fun thing that a lot of the local liquor stores do, um, I know it's all over the country, they do store picks where they go and they buy the liquor store or restaurant will buy an entire barrel, but they'll go and they'll taste a few samples and pick theirs. And then usually when they get it, they put a fun little sticker or they dip it in a fun colored wax to make it their own. So this one is local, but the liquor store is here just in Metro Detroit and they oh did a little gosh. fun play on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So that's what I'm drinking tonight to start. And then um, this is Detroit City Distillery and another store pick by one of our great friends over at Benstein's Liquor, local here, just around the corner. But you know, they did the golden ticket. And then um, some newer um, guys coming into the scene. We've got Journeyman and Mammoth. They're kind of off middle Michigan, um, but great choices. So I wanted to bring some Michigan fun to the, to the crew tonight. Um, yeah, but I just know, saw the journeyman at my local shop yesterday yeah. when I was day before when I was in there buying the bottles five, six, seven, and eight for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the fun and exciting thing too, is it's not just Kentucky. It's not just Louisville. It's not just Tennessee. It's all over the place. And it's yeah. nice too, that there's so many different options and that's just with American whiskey. I mean, your scotch and your Irish whiskey, it, there's just a whole nother thing there too. Mm-hmm. I love oh, it. But don't be concerned. I have mine too. Okay, <laughs> this is number two. I started with Bardstown, which is um, in Bardstown, um, Kentucky. And they're doing a fun thing where they just started distilling. So right now they're mainly focused on blending whiskey. So pretty much everything they have is a blend. So this is part of their discovery series. It's their number one discovery series. Really only available at the distillery. Kind of really hard to find out and about. And it's gone now. So... Yeah, there's. I feel like a lot of bottles that I keep hearing about mm -hmm. recently. They're like, "Oh, you should try this if you can find it." And I'm like, "I'm gonna find it, and I can't find shit." No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did notice, and I have already forgotten about the the icebreaker. So we'll go ahead and skip that. But we we're all three of us are in the Glen Cairns. But yep. what is the name of the glass that you're drinking out of? Because I've seen them everywhere, and they're beautiful. Yep. So this is a Norlin. It's a hand blown glass. So you can wow. only drink meat in this. You cannot put any ice in this. It could mm -hmm. cause, cause that's actually, it's blown glass. So that yeah. is just air in between. So if you were to put ice, it would most likely explode. But yep, hand blown, Norlin is the brand. I think they sell them in two packs. They're beautiful to photograph. Far more so. Yeah, we'll get there <laughs> But later. I do, I have when, a whole bar full of Glen Karen, so. Yeah, okay. So what is your whiskey love story? Like, how did you fall in love with whiskey? Because I feel like we're kind of, I'm getting to that point where I can say like, it's easily my top favorite spirit mm -hmm. now, hands down. But like, what what got you into whiskey that inspired you yeah. to make this webpage and this female whiskey society group? So I would say it's very new about the past two months. I've been drinking whiskey for a little over a year, you know, just at home with my husband or having an old fashioned. And I always loved an old fashioned. That was probably my first whiskey based drink to ever have. It's sweet, That's what I was just that's, telling them. Yeah. It's got a little kick to it, but you know, it's a gate. I call it the gateway cocktail into the whiskey world. 
Okay, what's no. an old-fashioned? Please tell me. So an old-fashioned is super easy. It's your whiskey, some bitters. Um, you can use simple syrup, which is just sugar and water cooked down, or traditionally they usually mull a sugar cube, and then they either top it with um, a cherry or you'll do like um, an orange peel. Okay. So super simple. You can really make, anyone can make that at home. Um, and then you can jazz it up. A lot of people smoke the old fashioned. So they'll buy a chimney or buy a box and they'll smoke the, um, the bourbon beforehand. And then you, there's just a lot of other layers or you can do like a, a chocolate bitter or I just made one last week where I did a honey ginger simple syrup and then um, did the orange peel. And you just, you can play with it. It's just so easy. But, you know, I started, you know, with the old fashions and then I would say probably two months ago, November, we decided to go down to the trail and see what it's all about. We came home with 25 bottles with a, in a four day trip. And I don't think I've been whiskey free since. <laughs> it just kind of snowballed into this thing. And now we are out hunting every weekend and we're going back next weekend. And we're like, gosh, we want to buy more bourbon, but we're going to Louisville. So we shouldn't, right? <laughs> so um, it just kind of turned into this whole thing. I don't really know that there was something that kickstarted it. I really love the special meat, especially because it um, puts a spotlight on a female member of the community. So even to a neat, there's, it also spotlights some of the female bourbon stewards and um, people that go into the liquor stores and the bars that try out things. So all different levels of being in the industry, which is kind of what I'm hoping to do to spotlight in my community is giving people access to all the different layers. Cause it's not just the CEOs and the master distillers, you're gonna have more accessibility to the bartenders, um, to the brand representatives, things like that. So just giving people a place to go and ask questions to make people more comfortable with walking into a bar. I mean, it's a male dominated hobby. And just like any male dominated hobby, you don't feel comfortable just going down, sitting at a bar and saying, give me a whiskey. And they're gonna be like, okay, which one? I wanna empower women to have a little bit of confidence to sit down and know what they like because they've experienced and tried it on the back end without the extra pressure of having a bartender be like, okay, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about. What do you want? And then being, I know what I want. I know what I taste. I know what I enjoy. Give me whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were talking about that when we were filming the trailer is one of my favorite things is like, I, my husband, it, all he drinks is like Di Serono and beer on occasion, but okay. only the beers that he brews on by himself. And so he's always made the joke. He's like, just give me the girliest fucking drink you can find. Mm -hmm. And that's probably what I'm going to drink. And then I'm like, I want a scotch. I want a whiskey. I want this. Yep. So if we go out to eat, they always mix up our drink orders and like, oh. he'll, they always put the scotch in front of him and like the wine or the Di Serono or Amarota Sours in front of me. And I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, or going into the, the liquor stores. Yeah. Going mm -hmm. into the liquor store oh, yeah. and they're like, Hey, what, what bourbon do you recommend? And they're like, well, who are you buying for? And I'm like, well, I'm buying for me. Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, well, what? Okay. Well, we've got some of this like cheap stuff over here. Like, are you just looking for like, you know, Jack and Coke type stuff? And I was like, well, I've had like, um, you know, Bib and Tucker, or I've had uh, Willet, or I really like Angel's Envy, and you like throw mm -hmm. these names out that the stuff that you really like. And ladies, we'll get there, I promise. And uh, and take two months. Join my course. Yes, I'll get you over there in two, two months. months. We'll get you spending. <laughs> 
$300 on a whim that you haven't told your husband about because you wanted to do the Eve's blind tasting group. And so that was your And that's an interesting spin on it too, when the husband isn't interested in it. So my husband is interested in it and we can agree on certain bourbons or whiskeys that we both like, but we're both into it together. So then it becomes a problem where he wants, you know, these three bottles and I want these three bottles and that 600 turns into 1200. It's like, I don't think our son's going to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) college. Give me the Shirley Temple. So, Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to get us to the cocktail while we've got a minute. So, what we're going to need is you're going to need your tall, skinny glass or whatever glass you brought. I have this really fun champagne glass that I'm going to use. Okay. You're going to fill it with ice. See if I can Did do you this guys without... say what, how you felt about what you're drinking so far? What are you, what are you tasting? What do you feel like? Oh, Morgan knows what we're drinking. Yeah. I let her in on the secret, so she oh. knows. Because I was going to. But I've never had it, so. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know anything about it. I think so, we all kind of agree that I think woody, but also like a caramel covered pear and banana okay. runs. Yeah, caramel banana covered runs. pears and banana runs. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's probably the hardest thing. It is figuring out what you're even tasting mm-hmm. and like when people tell me like when they know something they smell this and I'm like I don't, I don't yeah it's like, you always <laughs> we're like all you're so doing different it wrong too. if you're like I don't smell that at all and they're like well I smell it and it's like okay am I wrong is my nose yeah. broken do I have some defect like, <laughs> well no, we're all different just- too and I actually I just did a virtual class we have in Detroit a uh, perfumery that it also like oh. perfumery by day cocktail bar by night and so he was actually a engineer and he worked in ethanol so um he is like all about scents but mixing it with the cocktail world so we got a bunch of bourbon samples as well as they made a scent called um bourbon and old books so it was oh, wow. all the things and everything <laughs> he took in order to make that, that scent yeah right <laughs> I got it for Christmas. It smells great. I, I, you won't smell like, you know, like the liquor store or anything like that. But it, you know, and he said, smell is perception. If I tell you this smells like pears, you're going to smell it and smell pears. Mm-hmm. I mean, he read off some of the tasting notes and nose notes to Jack Daniels. And it was these fruits that he's like, I don't even know what that is. And I'm in, I went to culinary school. I've never heard of that fruit. And, but it's like, you're just going to smell whatever somebody tells you you're going to smell. So smell for me is the hardest thing. So what I've done in my tastings at home, because I try to do, try to do a tasting a night, which is probably not good for my health, but um, I keep it like a scent and um, tasting wheel. And then I just try to see like, is it more leather? Is it more vanilla? Is it more pear? Because it's, the wheel is really nice because it helps at least you get you in the right direction to help you figure out what you're actually tasting and smelling. Yeah, I completely agree. So I bought but them I little whiskey perception. journals that has the the tasting wheel on the inside to get them yep, to get them exactly. started. So you got that. Okay. So about two ounces of whiskey on top of your ice, one and a half to two. I I like my drink stronger, so I'm putting two. But the recipe is coming directly from the um, there the the whiskey's website Ooh, I almost said the name from the whiskey's website um so uh this is their recipe 
So I just got it to fit. So I had to fill it up to the ball. Hey, I'm okay with that. Is that good? I I love it. Sure. Yeah. Is it enough for you? Are you going to have a good night is what you're saying? Yes. I'm already in my bedroom. So, hey, we're just going to go straight. We're going to pass out while recording. Slide to the bed. (laughs) All right. So they recommended Perrier. And then we're just going to top it off. So it says about three to five ounces, but I'm probably going to stick to more of the three ounce side of things again, because I like to actually taste the whiskey. And then how much can I pour in there? to? And then just a lemon wedge wheel on top, making it look fancy or Amber with your couple drips of lemon pre-squeezed lemon juice. It's not the Ooh. little squirt thing. So at least it's like, you know, some people you actually have to work with what you have. Well, I said it was fine. I was just making fun of her because she's my sister and that's what I do. As yeah. the older sister, it's my job to torment you. Can I put a little couple drops in there? Yeah, if you want, I don't mind. I just stuck my lemon in because this top of this is so skinny. I won't be there able to go. drink it with the wedge in there. Okay, it's like so, three feet away from me, hold on. Yeah, and then we're just gonna stir it. Give it a, a quick little stir. And then that's that's the uh, the mystery whiskey highball. Ta-da! feel almost like I should take a picture of this, but everything's dusty because this is my husband's office. So we're not going to do that. Mmm, <laughs> it's good. And I feel like this makes the like that runts flavor come out almost more. I like that runts. Yeah. I hope we didn't pay too much for it to taste like runts. <laughs> yeah. It we'll, we'll we'll get there. All right. So <laughs> once once you've tasted it, let me know if that um that changes your opinion about this at all. And then we're gonna do the reveal. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. So there's changes. Two, it, go ahead. I was just gonna say it changes it completely. I don't I think I maybe added too much club soda, but <laughs> To just add it, more whiskey. I tried it, but yeah, I think if like, you have it neat and then you go to adding like your sparkling mm-hmm. water, I mean, it's it's totally different. Yeah, like before this may have been too strong, but now because I had it neat earlier, I'm like, right. I water, right. I don't know. <laughs> this is like fantastic. Like I could, I, this is like. I feel like huh? I could down it. Yeah. So, and I like, so the reason I chose this cocktail because this particular mystery whiskey comes with its own teeny little cocktail book where you can have like a bunch of them. So I figured this was a really good place to start because it's what three ingredients, it's water, the whiskey and a lemon. And I feel like that's all really easy to get on hand to to make this and anyone can make this cocktail. Also, it makes the whiskey the highlight of of it instead (laughs) of any of the additives like the bitters that you can get or the vermouth or any of these other ingredients that you normally have on hand, which you ladies will have to start purchasing and get addicted to like myself. So good with the cocktail. We're happy with it. I feel like it tastes like watered down banana bread. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, banana bread. I get that. Is that weird? No. That's an uneducated palate right there. No, no, no. Actually, I've heard banana bread, not on this whiskey that I've heard, but I've not watched too many reviews on this one, but that is something that I have heard in another whiskey and I is, Mm -hmm. I cannot. I've gotten bananas from a whiskey just recently, but it tasted like an unripe banana, like a green banana. So you may be getting more of like 
like nutmeg and like baking spices with a banana. So you're thinking banana bread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, this is really heavy, like tropical fruit, like banana or like star fruit. Mm. You've ever had a star fruit. Uh, It's very mild like that. So what kind of drinks were you guys drinking before? Beer, wine? I drank a lot of Cab. A lot of red wine and dry cab or like more on the sweeter side. No, I like dry. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I love dry wines. I started to kind of like get away from them just because I've been getting migraines. Like Mm -hmm. I assume from that. Tannins. Yeah. Yeah, The tannins will do it. And it's so Mm -hmm. hard to find certain wines that don't give you headaches. So I started drinking whiskey because my husband Mm -hmm. does. And if he's going to do it, I'm going to do it. So, um, You know, I started like drink, just drinking what he was drinking and like, um, you know, just having that like, like talk together. So, cause yeah, the wines just weren't, weren't, I don't know, it was making me too sick. So, so yeah. what have you, what do you remember? Do you remember any of the ones that you've liked so far? Uh, wines or whiskeys? Whiskeys. So we started with, um, he loves Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. Okay. And so that's like my, one of my faves. We just, um, I actually bought a bottle of Knob Creek and it's, um, okay. mm. a, it's that smoky maple one. That was my first bottle that I started all my cocktail mixing with. And I'm okay. a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just, we did that on ice and we were like, oh, like this is like really, we started with like Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, and then now we, we've moved to Knob Creek. And so we're like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. So yeah, that's a, that's the gist of our of our whiskey speak. Like, so yeah. he's really jealous of all these samples you just got in, right? Oh yes, yes. I was like, no, no, can't have. So <laughs> no, I think. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I've only bought a bottle of whiskey to make Irish coffee with. Literally, have never mm-hmm. bought a bottle of whiskey for any other purpose. Yeah, so. with your both palates saying that you go right to to cabs and dry. You'll, you'll find yourself if you want to, if you want and are open to whiskey, that's where I was dry, the driest red wine cab that you could have on the shelf. That's what I want. And that's how I like my beer. I love super strong IPAs, black coffee, single origin, hard, strong black coffee. I have a really strong palate and my daily driver, so to speak with whiskey is a hundred and plus proof me. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, not that I don't enjoy the lower proofs, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if both of you are really into cab, um, that you're going to find yourself on some really hard whiskeys really soon. It's not going to take real soon. Time. It's not, yeah, see, it's, it's I was not listening like, to these, it's not. yeah, I was listening to a lot of these other podcasts and they're almost all men based, right? And there's a couple of women podcast, uh, whiskey podcasts and uh, they're always talking about, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't go much over 90 proof. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's scary. If these, you know, these big guys aren't doing it. And then I started drinking it because, you know, people are recommending, oh, you should try this. You should try this. Mm-hmm. And so I started drinking like the higher proof stuff. And I was like, man, I got this 104. That's like my daily drinker. And then yeah. another one that was like 120. And I was like, holy shit, this is good. And, you know, yeah, which is scary, I've been drinking you know? Stag Junior like every night for the past week and a half. And that's like 130. <laughs> my, my stomach <laughs> is probably going to be full of ulcers, but we'll deal with that when that. Um, um this it. is like this isn't having it with the sparkling water and the lemon like it, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like um 
it's that there's not like that long like aftertaste that you had when you drank it neat yeah the picture expressions it up for you yeah I think somebody who might not like a cab or like like a dry Mm -hmm. wine a lot of my girlfriends like are literally like they they drink like pinot and like very like Mm -hmm. like like riesling I feel like this is a good whiskey for riesling drinkers yeah it's like I could totally I could probably serve this with like a bunch of my girlfriends and I don't think they would like be too upset about it like if I did it this way for them you know I think Mm -hmm. if you made an old-fashioned with this you would Mm -hmm. very easily get and then you can alter the ingredients too Mm -hmm. if you know that like you know my best girlfriend's they want Moscato, things like that all day long. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not going to give them that. This is 116 proof. I'm not going to give them that. No. You know, you figure out where people, where, what they like. And then that's why when you guys said you like a dry cab, it's like, you're going to be there in no time because what you get mm-hmm. from a dry cab, it, it pairs really well with some higher proof whiskeys. But for your girlfriends that are super into that the more sweet white wines, there's a brand called Barrel barrel bourbon and they do the the mixing they finish like maybe 25 to 45 percent of their bourbons in various wine casts so there's one right now that they finish i'm actually doing a post about it they finish it in um german iced wine barrels Mm. so german ice wine is very sweet so you get the bourbon but you have this sweetness that comes into it so like you like the honey, the um, Jack Daniels honey, you would probably find that that's a very transitional um, bourbon to go to, whiskey to go to, but it's still going to pack a punch and have that higher than 90 some proof because they're, they're just strong by nature, but they've got ones that are finished in port, Cabernet, Amar- Sicilian Amaro casts. You can find things that are finished in other casts that are going to cut that strongness from from the bourbon and give you a little bit more flavor that it's like it's strong and spicy but there's some sweetness in the back end where I've I've even had a rum that was finished in in bourbon cast and I'm like this is not rum I don't like rum it tastes like suntan lotion he's like no it's rum and I had to look at the bottle and it's like it's finished in bourbon cast I get rumness to it but if if you told me it was bourbon I would have been like that's bourbon so the cask itself has a lot to, you know, that goes into that. So I would recommend start looking for things that are finished, finished in wine casks. I, I really feel like if you, you could probably surprise a lot of your girlfriends by bringing in a, a bourbon that was finished in something that you know is a more sweeter wine, port, sherry, cognac, they'll probably find, especially if you just start them in like an old fashioned or regular cocktail, they'll really enjoy that. I was trying to remember the name of, it was a scotch that I had and it was Glen, not Glen Fittage. It was, um, is it the Glen Morgan? Yeah. Yes. That one. I don't know how to say it. Glen Glen Moran. Yeah. I don't know what letters are silent and what isn't. (laughs) I'm part Scottish. I should know it, but no, they have one Everything sounds Canadian when we speak. (laughs) (laughs) they have a couple and there's one finished in a port barrel that's amazing and they have another one finished in a sherry barrel that I loved Mm -hmm. and so those are two really good ones as well you guys ready for a reveal yes this stuff is over my head I'm already lost in this conversation that's okay okay. we're nerding out and sorry we'll we'll probably edit some out and leave it in for the uh for the the patrons there we go no I think it's great and I think much with recommendation for her friends that like the sweeter, like the or the white wines. Mm-hmm. All right, 
Grab your envelopes, number one. <laughs> right. so you'll have to show her because she hasn't seen how I how I decked you guys out. Little, so I made them so little. So this is the reveal. This is what's in here. Go ahead and open it. And it's an itty bitty tiny sticker to put in your tasting book. This is the cutest little thing I've ever seen. Aww. I bet she throws the best birthday parties. I know. Right? <laughs> How cute are so you? What is it? Bren. This is Bren. Uh, I learned today that the word Bren is, um, I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, it, I think it's like Bren in French means. Um, the really, really young sprouted barley. Now, the reason why this is in French is because Bren, and this is the estate ta uh, estate cask, not tax, the estate cask, um, is because the woman distiller who made this, who developed it, her name is Allison Park, and she has a really cool story. She is an American who is an ex-ballerina who lives in France or lived in France and works with a cognac distiller over there um, to produce this particular whiskey. They grow the barley on site right behind the distillery to distill this with. And it's made in cognac France. I'm looking at my notes now. It is very, very low proof. So low alcohol content. It's the lowest one that I've found on the shelf actually. So what it comes it? in at 40% ABV, so 80 Ooh. proof, that so is very, very light. It comes in this very beautiful gift box when you buy it. And so I can't find it locally anywhere. I had to buy it online. And so when you open it up, so sexy, you get this really beautiful bottle. So this is a French, a French whiskey. It's crazy. Okay. Hey. That's, cool. That's why I chose this. It's, it's a female distiller. It's very light, that. very appealing drinking it. And I thought one of the fun stories about this was Allison, the, the distiller, she had this whole idea, she, you know, going to all these little parties and talking about like terroir and wine. So like how, where you grow the grapes changes the flavor of the wine. So if you've ever done like blind tastings with wine, mm -hmm. which I used to love doing back in college with one of my really good friends, Marissa, she and I used to have this club we called Grape Cats and we do blind wine tastings and we would have like everybody that came to the party had to bring a bottle of wine under $20 oh, and we'd brown bag it and take everyone else was just like drinking it to get drunk but she and I would like take notes and then by a couple months in we were able to tell like okay we know where this wine comes from because it tastes like California or it tastes like Sonoma or it tastes like you know um regions in France and uh, unfortunately most of that's gone now but so she was really inspired by like the idea of terroir and so she thought, well, is there like the, the same idea of terroir in whiskey? And so she started asking questions and looking around. And then finally, somehow I'm, I'll have to look into it more. Um, maybe I'll get her on the show sometime um, talking about sweet. trying to figure out like how is there terroir in, in, in whiskey? So she went out and she's like, well, I'm just going to make it then. And she did. And you can find a bunch of really cool videos of her um, all over YouTube if you just search Allison Park, um, P-A-R-C. So the reason I chose this was it's very light. It's very easy. It had a really fun story. And I just thought Allison Park was like really kind of cool. Hmm. And so um, 
Another fun fact about this one that I thought particularly Amber, you would love is this is 100% organic and GMO free. Mm. Are you saying I'm a hipster? Yeah, hipster. <laughs> it's vegan too. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> so for me, I think this is a little bit on the pricey side because like I said, I couldn't find it locally. So I also almost had to pay shipping. The cost for this bottle was $59. And then it was $17 shipping to me in Tennessee. That's not, not bad, but I feel like- Especially for anything French. She- now lives in New York. And oh, another fun fact was that the first like batches of whiskey that she had to deliver to people and like try to get people interested in the brand and whatnot. She like, there's video of her like on her little bicycle in New York with like this big old case of whiskey, like, dr like riding her pedaling bike to it. literally, <laughs> pedaling, literally the pedaling the whiskey. <laughs> and so I just thought that was so cute. And I mean, how many ballerinas do you know, like pedaling whiskey around New York? It just, it's an adorable, she's so cute. I've already emailed her and she emailed me back this is the one where I was like I bought a bottle online and I got a personalized email back saying hey thanks so much for buying this and I just thought that was a really sweet touch mm -hmm. and um I was like it was probably a form message and so I responded back and then she man. responded back again and I was like oh, oh she's so sweet that'd make me want to buy another bottle Heck yeah. I almost bought another bottle because uh Mary Beth's booze took 10 days to get <laughs> to get there by the way look at how much I mean I'm very relaxed and I've only had like much so oh, girl, come on such now. a lightweight <laughs> oh my gosh okay your two ounces are way different than my two ounces yeah and I'm relaxed you know, that means I am you're <laughs> lightweight oh my gosh I intentionally did not bring food. enough no way Oh, yeah. Well, we've got some higher proof stuff coming up, so don't you worry. So Ooh. I'm going to read their background. Another really cool thing about uh, Bren that I thought, and I'll read a little bit of this. I won't read it all because, I mean, anybody can go to the website and read it. And it says, Bren is the world's first single malt aged exclusively in both uh, new French limousin oak barrels and cognac casks. So French limousine uh, barrels are like the cream of the crop. Like that is the ultimate. That's what everyone wants to get. They're super, super expensive. And so for them to be in that is pretty cool. And I think that's why you get that really citrusy, oaky flavor is probably from that like new um, limousine oak. And then the cognac is where you're going to get that grapey flavor that we were tasting. So let's see. Yeah, she wanted to show terroir and the sense of place and the smell and taste of the product. And let's see, she wanted to show that you could make a great single malt whiskey. And she created brand from seed to spirit is what she says a lot. And with a third generation cognac maker at his family farm distillery in the heart of cognac, France. And it was first released in 2012. And it's won a couple awards. See, she has two on the site that you can get. I, I want to say it's um, this is the main one that you can get, and then you can get the 10, the Bren 10, and that's like the 10 year mix. And so, the, mm. I think I want to say it was three barrels that they took and mixed together of like the best, like their honey, their version of honey barrels, and then mixed those three barrels together, and that's their Bren 10. And that one comes in at $99. She also had a coupon code, a promo code on her Instagram around Christmas time for $17 off of whatever purchase you have so you can get um ba basically it means i got free shipping free shipping yeah how big is the bottle um it's 750 milli milli milliliters 
Is that right? Yeah, that's generally no the standard. Yeah, it's pretty standard. It's the same as a wine bottle. Yeah. So yeah, so it's sold in all major markets. And the person who introduced me to this whiskey is actually Stu's girlfriend, Sarah. So she asked me, yeah, I was like, I, I thought that was really cool. And so she was going to ship me a bottle and then realized that she couldn't because of weird <sighs> Tennessee and Florida whiskey laws. Mm-hmm. And so then I just ordered it online and had it shipped, but, um, we need to get her on here. I, I, I do plan on it. She, she's on my list of people to, ask to come on. Yes. So it's my brother's, um, girlfriend, sorry, okay. um, uh, cool. for people who are not my family in this podcast. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, normally I'm going to have some really cool, like whiskey facts and stuff, but I have two that I heard in the um the the whiskey women book because i'm listening to that on audible currently so i just bought um, that i haven't dived in i've done the audible and then i went ahead and bought the physical book so i can actually take notes in it because i'm that Mm -hmm. kind of person um over overachiever here so yeah like yeah it's just it's everything it's normal this is just how she is yeah it is it's it's bad uh mm. I, I was trying to make a joke with my boss the other day where I was like, yeah, I've actually scheduled in my um, emotional breakdowns because she was asking me how I was doing during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, I've, I've gone ahead and I've scheduled in two emotional breakdowns for today. And she was, you would be the person yeah. of anybody three that I know o'clock. that would actually schedule in a breakdown. Yeah. I was like, don't talk to me from true. three to 3.30 because I'm freaking out. <laughs> that's my that's my emotional breakdown time. So she just said, call me. I reschedule this meeting? <laughs> Yep. Sorry, I'm gonna have to cut you off. It's mental breakdown time. Yeah. Um, I'm third gonna, one today. Or you can listen to me cry. It's whatever you want to do. <laughs> Either way, I've got tissues at the ready. Um, I do believe this is probably how all male-dominated um, podcasts go. They talk about their mental breakdown time. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Listen, we've got to normalize mental health. We've got to normalize women and whiskey. Yes. We've got to. It's 2021. We do. You know what? My my whiskey comes out of a bottle. My serotonin comes out of a bottle. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? So another joke that I've been making is like, what really got me into whiskey is that it's now my new, I have ADHD and I was recently okay. diagnosed in the last ooh, three, four years. And so I was like, oh, it's my new hyper-focus. Yay. Because I have a, ho- I have a habit of just collecting hobbies. So hmm. my hobby is now collecting hobbies. Oh my gosh. Maybe my that's- one. See, okay, I have this problem where I just continually give myself new diseases. <laughs> Hypochondriac, <laughs> some people would call that. Um, so I've diagnosed myself with a lot of things. So my maiden name is Caraway, and my father-in-law calls me Dr. Caraway. Like, I've got this, you know, X, Y, and Z going on. What do you think it is, Dr. Caraway? So I continually, like, di- self-diagnose myself with problems. I'm like a doctor's worst nightmare. So I know exactly what you mean. I, you know, I was a chocolatier. I went to culinary school. I was in chemical engineering. I'm oh, I love it. beer fermentation. I mean, I just want to know a little bit about everything mm-hmm. just to make myself okay. So I think maybe now I have ADHD. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes it's very underdiagnosed in women. Um, and actually, a lot of women don't get diagnosed. Fun fact, a lot of women do not get diagnosed until after they've had at least one child because all your normal coping mechanisms and your masking that you do that you've gotten really used to doing since you were a child because it's been like beaten or like drilled into you mm. comes out because now you don't you don't have that like the same coping mechanisms because children are so unpredictable. Mm. Uh, you can't really schedule things around like yeah so a lot of women will get diagnosed after that and so I was having just anxiety attacks and like depression mm-hmm. episodes and it was horrible and so I went to my doctor and I was like my friend said that sh- I sound a lot like she sounded before she got diagnosed with I would ADHD. say that I would say and that so I, I think online. do I have ADHD and then she goes well let's give you the test and she gave me the test and she's like well you have ADHD <laughs> she's oh like, my God. like textbook and I was like cool like, where's to my be real, I had a panic attack today Oh no. Mental health health wellness is real. This is a new podcast. We get drunk and we talk about our our mental health. That's fine. I I texted my boss today because she says it's time to submit your goals and accomplishments for the new year. And so all I messaged back was like 2021. All I texted her back was like, I honestly have been thinking about this for a week and I cannot come up with any goals for this year other than just don't like drown in self-sorrow is that okay to put on my list and she still hasn't responded back so we'll see we'll see in education <laughs> we have something called pgp which is like our professional goals and i feel yep. the same way like i'm just like let's get through this school year how about that like <laughs> yeah i'm virtually learning a four-year-old right. for the past yeah. two months <laughs> who's checking in on me well I've got my husband is very (laughs) amen my husband is very high risk he's had like 18% of his left lung and eight 10% of his right lung like removed because he just would have random lung collapse in his youth just from smoking and uh so he any respiratory issues that come out like it's like way Mm -hmm. amplified for him so we're like terrified then we're in right outside of knoxville which keeps going up and down in the top three worst hot spots Mm -hmm. in the nation super really good and then um so we have two kids i have a five and a six-year-old so kindergarten and first grade and i'm i'm having to homeschool because we can't send them in and then I'm working full time. And then I thought really smart to go ahead and add like a podcast on top of it because I don't have enough on my plate. Totally. Uh, yeah. We're virtual learning one who's going back on Tuesday. Thank God. <laughs> it's hard. Full time daycare, nine to five job to now I have my son like all the time. Yeah. And getting an Airbnb and, you know, there's a lot. It's just different. Oh, there you go, Mary Beth and Morgan. When you guys are ready to come visit, you can come stay at Amber's Airbnb and then we'll oh, go I'm on coming. the Tennessee Whiskey Trail. Perfect. I Little and we'll turn turn house. I need yeah. to eat peanuts, so they better be there and I'm coming. Did you I, say fucking, I will make, she didn't know what boiled peanuts were when I, she oh, messaged me later. Boiled peanuts? Listen, <laughs> that is my culture and I'm going to need you not to make fun of me stopping Did on the high, on the side of the Boiled peanuts or boiled penis <laughs> i have some boiled peanuts in my um either pantry. way i'll take i'll take them both <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at 2020 part two <laughs> yeah we're like three whiskeys in we're set um, yeah, i would love to have both or either all the things come stay <laughs> So we're gonna get so many bo- comments. Boiled penis which one boiled well, I- peanuts <laughs> i'm i'm 
I'm a hey, my family's from Tennessee. It's okay. Yeah, I'm from Ohio, so I'm like right, I'm right below you. Yeah. So, so we're we're far, pretty, you know, we're Metro Detroit, so we're pretty we're far south. Okay. I'm 30 minutes from the Kentucky border, so like Ooh, I've got the nice. best of both worlds because within yeah. like an hour drive in either direction, I have some of the best like small mom and pop like ultra nerd out whiskey shops. I love and I that. I totally plan on going in and Don't there's one right on the other side of Kentucky. Oh, my town is horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. It's fucking tiny. I think we're like a town of like 2000 people. I just moved here and it's, um, it's a farming town. In fact, one of the directions to get to our house involves like which way to turn out a slaughterhouse. <laughs> so <laughs> I can just hear Google turn left at the slaughterhouse. <laughs> exactly well so in this area in future podcast episodes we'll have some more like actual like whiskey history but I thought seeing as the first episode we kind of just feel it out and like see what's going on and drink um, too much drink too much next right. time I have to bring like three or four whiskeys with me so one two of the fun facts that I did want to mention was in the whiskey women book um, mm -hmm. by Fred Minnick he also has a YouTube channel, which is really, really awesome. That's actually where I was learning about how to drink bourbon. And so he's the one who goes into doing like the Kentucky chew and all that. But so the two fun facts were that women make up 30% of all whiskey drinkers. And I thought that was really cool. And then when you go back into like the history of distilling way back into like ancient times, all the way up and through like prohibition, there's like the bulk of the best distillers and whiskey makers and moonshiners were always women, in part because they were able to get away with more, especially during Prohibition, such a fascinating history. And they knew how to cook. They knew how to cook. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what was that, Amber? Or leather? Leather. Sorry, what, leather. What is that? I don't know. Stage name, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> two things. I will tell you this second cocktail. By the way, I didn't really like the first one at all. Like, I was like, it's good. No, would never order. We're allowed it. to say I hate it. That's fine. Yeah, I just, I just didn't like it. This but is a I, safe space leather. Right. Safe. Safe. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. <Morning>. Nickname. <laughs> I'm gonna change all my accounts. Leather. It's so embarrassing. I hope you're it's still like work meeting with the name leather. No, this Didn't Anchorman have like all those weird names? Like, um, <laughs> was that Anchorman? Am I thinking the wrong movie? It's been a while. Where they have he like hasn't seen oh, movies in a while, leather. guys. <laughs> she's been locked up for 10 oh, crap, months hasn't, hasn't seen a movie <laughs> yeah. oh gosh well what I was gonna say is I think this is actually really refreshing I did add like maybe like half a teaspoon of my freshly squeezed lemon juice and it was it's actually really refreshing so yeah I added lemon too I would actually order this now second question is this is a super hipster sorry question is there any way to know like how much sugar is actually in like, say like an ounce or like a shot like of that? So mm -hmm. like if I was not wanting to go over like a certain amount of sugar in a day or something. Whiskey, I think naturally is keto. Oh! So, I mean, but when you put sugar in it, it's obviously not anymore, but if right. you drink straight whiskey, bourbon, scotch, it's keto. I mean, depending on what it's made from, bourbon is made from corn, and and that's that's it. Look at her. 
So my question, just to mainline it. So clearly it's working. Right. The pandemic says otherwise. I've gained <laughs> some weight. So I've been told that like if you're trying to like omit like certain things, like if you have gut issues, like maybe just stick with like maybe gin and vodka, like no like clear, they say go to clear liquids. Yeah. So I was just wondering like I love gin, vodka. I vodka to me is boring. I love gin because of how you know, it's very flavorful like botanicals and things like that. But that juniper. You you can put it in um put it in my fitness pal and see the you can put in any of that and see the yeah. breakdown of the calories. But there's not gonna be sugar. Because I drink gin and club soda with lime all the time. Yeah. And this is like a similar refreshing thing. And so I was like, I wonder if like I could have like whiskey, club soda, and a lemon, and it would be like the same thing, or is this like got a ton of sugar in it or something? I don't know. So I'm trying to open up my fitness pal now. Give me a sec. It, it the same thing. It <laughs> minds. Maybe it's like a um a celiac thing. Maybe that's why some of my celiac uh, friends are drinking in. It might be because the um I mean, it is barley, corn, and rye. And so it's called the Mashville yeah. is like what the ingredient, like what that, what percentage of what is in it. And you but can't it's have usually, whiskey if you have celiac disease, correct? Pretty sure. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Sorry, I, I don't have food. I don't, I, I don't love have bread. Food All the These carbs. These are my nerdy questions because I. No, they're yeah. good. I want dumb questions. And so I mean, not dumb. I, I want all questions, dumb and smart. In, otherwise, I was gonna say that wasn't dumb. <laughs> um, I'm like an old forester and my my fitness pal, and one and a half. Well, four ounce, four servings of one and a half ounces is 416 calories, but no carbs, no fat, no protein, and that's six ounces. If I did math right, and I don't do math, so. <laughs> I don't see bread on my fitness pal. Yeah, because I'm seeing like, depending on what whiskey it is in here, there's like a huge range of whatever these numbers are. So. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. And, then, and if Mean Girls taught us anything, continued. butter doesn't have carbs. So. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm wearing pink. It's, but it's not Wednesday. So that's <laughs> no good. So I was the last thing quarantine. I was going to show you the cute little cocktail book that came with it. And it's like, thing is like legit. And so it's got the Brenhattan. Oh, these are all on the website too. Company. So for the high 50 ball. bucks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so they just have like the Bren sidecar, which I was going to make okay? tonight. I don't think she's okay. Are you all right? <laughs> Sorry, I keep calling my throat. Like, oh, I, keep... I thought you were laughing. Yeah, no, I'm coughing and I don't want to cough. So I'm trying to mute myself and cough. Oh. <laughs> she's vomiting in the background <laughs> drank the whole I bottle I don't want to cough like while we're filming anyway. allergic to scotch right. <laughs> French whiskey is French whiskey an actual thing is this new <laughs> so every time that anyone talks about this on a podcast that is always something that like one of the people say usually guys is like um I don't even think the French are allowed to make whiskey are they and then everyone's like oh what's <laughs> and it makes me laugh wow. every time because I'm like I don't know of any other French whiskeys but I don't know we'll see are they allowed so go her yeah <laughs> but 
Yeah. I mean, could you get any more feminine of a girl like an ex ballerina? I just, I loved that. Yeah. So Love this that. has 13 handpicked French whiskeys on, on the very first Google search that comes up. So I guess there are other French whiskeys. So who knew? Also, this website has a portion called the Smart Ass Corner, which I really appreciate. And I kind of want to add that to my website now. I think that's pretty much it. The sources that I used was the buybrand.com website, which is where I also purchased the whiskey. I used Fred Minnick's YouTube channel and Whiskey Women by Fred Minnick. And then I also watched a bunch of random YouTube videos of Allison Park on YouTube, obviously. And I think that's about it for my sources for this episode. And then you have a printed bibliography. I would like to get a copy. You see you teased, but I actually do have it. <laughs> Just in case somebody tries to after forget you. Forget to mention choices. that I'm a librarian. And so I have to. It's Is it an MLA format. I would prefer it all the forms. No, it's an APA because that's what oh. I got my master's in. <laughs> Okay, so there's whatever. some, I know, I know everyone hates APA, but, um, so like, I'll just go ahead. <laughs> Anyone have any final thoughts for, for this episode or what they thought about it? What you're hoping to see or taste or who, people you'd like to hear from in the future? Um, I just, I think that it was refreshing as a cocktail. Once I like got out of my head that it was whiskey that I was drinking, cause I'm so used to gin or wine. Um, it was actually very refreshing. So, yeah. Yes, this it. was awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What am I, I supposed to do? Go to bed in? now. <laughs> uh, you can give it back to me, or yeah. you can drink it. You can make. Stupid question. Does this have to go in the freezer? That's how. No. Oh. No. It just it goes straight on a shelf. You don't have no. to put it in the fridge. Just, no freezer. Nothing. I mean, if, you know, there's no hate on people who do that, but I will also add that try, if you're not going to drink it very often, try it in a month. It may surprise you how the flavors develop. That's going to keep changing. Oh, for sure. Any whiskey bourbon that you buy, watch how it changes. It's going to change over the next weeks and months. That makes sense because like people put them in those decanters on the counter. They're not in the freezer. So Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you just, we leave all of our collection out on the counter, let it mm-hmm. soak up the elements. I mean, with bourbon, it's in the Kentucky heat, you know, and it's gotcha. there's the heat, the cold from the winter. It sits in those casks at all different temperatures and that's what makes it what it is. So leave it out, let it see how it develops. Try it in a couple of weeks. Bring it's, all- it's really, it might surprise you. If you don't like it neat right now, you may love it neat in a month interesting okay mm-hmm. see i would have thought it was like bad in a month nope no it's good it it's, so bad i mean people are talking i mean i've seen people who are like i opened this bottle like a year and a half two years ago mm-hmm. three years ago and wow. they just drink like a dram or so every now and then especially when you get into those like really expensive bottles like the pappies and the willet and the you know all that um but yeah so i yeah, mean I'm just you- so used to drinking wine and after like five days like no. <laughs> you just don't want it anymore you know that yeah <laughs> so no that's you're gonna you're gonna probably notice a, a big change just in the oxidization that you yeah. ha- you get from that it's going to change it it's going to probably make it more enjoyable for you I mean we have a bottle of a called old granddad and it was mm-hmm. distilled probably I think in the 70s and you can see how much has has evaporated or they call that you know the angel share as it evaporates 
same but vocabulary word. Vocab. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have your flashcards ready. Um, but we have a bottle of old granddad that my um, husband's grandma had had, and we're saving it. We're going to save it for my son's 18, or 21st birthday, not 18th birthday. We're not in Canada. We're going to save it for his 21st <laughs> birthday. And it's, I think it was distilled in like 76. Wow. So, I mean, we're just going to see what's left of the bottle, but it's corked. I mean, it's protected. So I would say if you're not keeping anything in the sun, you're good. Wow. Keep it out of the sun. It was all medicine before anyway. Yeah, it was medicine. My mom still tells me like when the kids are teething, they're like, just yeah, put some rub whiskey it on, on it. And I was like, mm, all right. Yeah. Well, now my kids them, want to drink my whiskey. <laughs> like, oh, they won't sleep. No, I've never... I've never done it, unfortunately. I'm going to have the best sleep of my life tonight. Amber, you only drank like a half an ounce. I, I mean, it feels like a lot. <laughs> when you chug the rest of that. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. She'll be dead in the morning. <laughs> it's only 80 proof. I don't I mean, want that. That basically coughs her up. Hey, yes. it's, it's 2020 version two. Take a couple Benadryl. Get your weighted blanket. You're snuggy. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Weighted blanket, Benadryl, a snuggy. That's what blanket is a big thing. Maybe it's just once you have a child, you have ADHD. I don't know. He's four. He's four. It didn't happen until 2020. <laughs> I bet all, right. all men podcasts are just like this. Just so you know. Oh. Yeah, they just edit all it out. Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts, ladies? I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. Well, it's good to meet you, Morgan. Yes, you too. Thank you so, so much, much for coming on. Yes. We learned, for learned having a lot me. from appreciate you. it. What is great. your like handle? Oh, yeah. like, how Female Whiskey I... Society. Whiskey Society? Female Whiskey Society. Female. I'm going to find you right now. Cool. Yep. We've okay. got She's a on... website, Instagram, Facebook group. The Facebook group is only women. Um, but obviously the Instagram and the website are open to anybody. Okay. And yeah, Amanda, so what is, what is yours? Ours? Yours? It's uh, blind underscore grams for Twitter. And then um, at blind grams for Instagram. Awesome. Beautiful. So. Well, thank you for all the whiskey. I'm going to enjoy yeah. it. Good to meet you kind of. And yeah. maybe one day we can all meet up and do this in person. That'd be awesome. Yes. It's on. Well, thank you ladies so much for being here on our very first episode. And I look forward to having you guys on, obviously you two ladies, Leather and, and, and Mary Beth on uh, all the time. And, and more, yeah, Morgan, I'm sure we'll have you on again. We, we really enjoyed having you here. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Morgan. Thank you so much for joining us for our very first episode of Blind Drams. We've had an absolute blast tonight and have really enjoyed ourselves and I hope you did too. So go ahead and if you have any whiskeys to suggest for us to blind taste, feel free to contact us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter at, at blind underscore drams. We're on Instagram at blind drams and Facebook at blind drams as well. And you can follow us and become a patron on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash blind drams. And we have nine different tiers starting at a dollar all the way up to $100 a month. And you get a bunch of different benefits from episodes a day early. You can even be a guest host. You can get whiskey from my personal infinity bottle and all kinds of other great benefits. So go ahead and follow us. 
and subscribe and do all those fun things. And I'd love to have you on to the anchor.fm app and do a voice memo as well. If you have any corrections or suggestions, uh, we're really open to that. Again, we're all brand new to whiskey. So anything you want to share, we're happy to, to, to learn and to, to share as well. So we'd absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we can't wait to hear from you again. See you next week.